0: Hi, friends, welcome back to Live at the Roxy, and I'm smiling because I love entertainment. We since I saw you guys last, we officially got a trailer for the Suicide Squad. Do you guys say the or the? Is it the Suicide Squad? The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Whatever. We got an R-rated trailer for that. And it was bomb. We got episode two of The Falcon and The, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And it was bomb. And we got our first episode of the Mighty Ducks, which I didn't even have on my radar, but it aired its pilot last night at midnight also, on Disney Plus. And guess what? It was bomb. Bomb, 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 bomb. All of them were bomb. I love art. I love nerdy things. I love nostalgia from my childhood. I love comic books. I love TV shows. I love movies. And I love when those things do what they're supposed to do, which is make you feel. And I'm in the feels because I felt I felt like with Mighty Ducks, I was fighting for the underdog. I felt like with that suicide, the Suicide Squad trailer, I was laughing my ass off because who doesn't like to eat a bunch of dicks on the beach? If you haven't seen the trailer, that doesn't make any sense. And with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I was really wowed. I was wowed by that episode. So for all of those reasons, we got a lot to talk about on the show today. Plus, anything from you guys, questions, comments, concerns, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer are right here in the super chat as well. Tonight, tonight, I am going tonight to go see Godzilla v. Kong with my girls. I'm going with the world girls. We're going to a drive-in theater for a screening of it, so we're very excited. I don't know how the World Girls will talk about it. Maybe we'll give you guys, maybe we'll do like a Patreon-exclusive video, or maybe we'll just talk to you guys about it live on the YouTube. Haven't figured that part out yet, but we will be seeing that tonight, so we're really excited about that. I also, since I saw you guys last yesterday, this one is more of a downer, but I like to g- fill you guys in on everything in my life, and it's not too big of a downer, so I'll tell you guys. Yesterday after the sh- I don't know if I had told you guys this, but filmed this show, was kind of in a mood, filmed the down, just really decided I needed to buy that plant yesterday. I've been wanting a plant. There's a corner. I want many plants, but plants are very expensive, so I cannot buy many plants. I'm hoping that I could get, like, one a month. And then, or every other month. And then I can be a plant person because I want plants. Some little plants are more reasonable, but big plants, what I want for this corner, big plants are hundreds of dollars. And so I was just like, I really want one plant. I deserve one plant and I'm going to give myself a budget and I'm just going to go to the store and I'm going to buy a plant, a big ass plant for the corner what anyway, you saw my story was not what I'm talking about. I'll tell you in a second what happened. So I go to the plant store and I went to the nursery. And while I was there, I didn't know jack shit about plants because I don't know jack shit about plants. But So while I'm there, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I'm going to pick out the perfect plant. So I'm walking around, I'm walking around, I'm looking at all the plants. I'm like, I'm going to find one of these plants and I'm going to make it mine. And finally, I find this, this dope ass plant. And I go and I talk to this woman, her name was Ayla. And I was like, Ayla, I need your help. I don't know much about plants. Is this hard to maintain? She was like, no, this is really easy to maintain. It it just needs some indirect sunlight. So you can keep it inside any kind of room that's got some sunshine coming in. And I was like, great. My living room totally has sunshine. I'm like, all right, what And the price is on the bottom. I'm like, it's a little pricey. Do you have anything? She was like, we have this one that's a little smaller, a little less expensive, but will grow really tall. I was like looking at that. It was still big as shit. So I was like, cool. Uh, I said to her, what do I have to do for watering? She's like, you water it once a week. You water it at just a cup and a half. And it just, it's very easy plant. Very easy plant. I was like, okay, great. I don't have a green thumb, so I can't fuck this up. Just want a nice, easy plant. And then I was like, I'm going to get this plant. I'm going to pick out a pot. I'm going to get this plant. And then I realized, I, how does one transport a a plant? How do I carry this plant? How do I put this in my car? And then how do I get it from my car into the house? It's the, the plant was over a hundred pounds. And so I said to her, how do you, how do we do this? And she said, well, you know, do you have a boyfriend or or a friend or anybody who's gonna come help you with this? Somebody else said the boyfriend thing. Ayla said, or a friend. And I was like, no. And she was like, well, we do deliver. It's going to be at least a hundred extra, depending on where you live. And I was like, I can't justify that It's, it's as much as the plant. She was like, yeah, well, you know, usually people come here and like couples or pairs, roommates. And I was like, well, I don't have a roommate or a pair. And she was like, well, you want to come back when you find somebody who will help you move the plant? And so I couldn't get the plant. I got no, I got no, no plant. Thunder God Cairo. It was, it was not a palm tree, but it was a palm had all these, it was had like four trunks. It was this big, tall plant. And so I didn't get the, I didn't get the plant. I'm very single and alone, and I got no plant. It was very sad. And I was like, okay. So I called Steph. I said, Will you go get a plant with me soon. She said, yeah, I'll get a plant with you. So I'm going to need Steph to be my boyfriend because I need that. I need a plant, but I didn't get it. So instead, I bought a really small $20 plant that I put on my story because it looked like an alien. I felt like it needed a home. And It's just like an alien cactus. I'm looking at it right now. It was just a silly ass alien cactus. And no, Langley, I could have probably put it in my car, but so I drive a convertible. So I could have put it in my car with the top down, but then I couldn't have got it back into my apartment because I physically couldn't lift it by myself. It was too heavy. And so, yeah, as far as boyfriends go, Steph is an excellent choice. I agree, Matt Link. Steph's the best boyfriend I ever had. I did have a really great boyfriend when I was younger, too. He was phenomenal. I'm going to his wedding in July. So anyway, I just have this alien-looking creature. Take me to your litter. And someday I'll have... Someday I'll have another plant. Plenty says justice for Roxy's plant. Hashtag plant life. That's what I'm saying. It's a big-ass plant. I couldn't carry it. I just couldn't lift it. Little old me. I just couldn't do it sad. All right. On that note, let's get to the Streamlabs. Streamlabs.com slash Stryer. None of this money will go towards my plant. It will all go towards my taxes because that is the thing. That's the thing right now. The thing? The thing. We still don't know. It is Friday. It is March 26th. And that officially means that our first Stream Labs coming in for today's show comes from yesterday, from right after the show. Our friend, Red Sands. Oh, Red Sands, I haven't seen you in a minute. Red Sands 1001 says, towards your new plant or taxes or such. Thank you, Red Sands, for sending that yesterday after the show, you rock. Weston Ira also said last night, so yesterday I seemed to notice in my stream labs, yesterday I said, seemed to notice my stream labs, just to be blunt, I wasn't assuming anything about anybody, no shade, sorry for the confusion. Uh, thanks though also back to my original question what do you think of Britney Spears requesting Jody Montgomery to be her conservator so Weston I am just saying that everybody noticed so if it didn't seem that way I'm so sorry that you're feeling that you're so down that you're not seeing how much we do care because we really do and that sucks I know we talked on Patreon message yesterday as well but we're here for you, and we love you, and we hope you you get out of this hole, because we've all been there. Totally. Uh, Britney Spears, and for those of you guys who don't know, her attorney requested Jody Montgomery as the permanent conservator for her. That was a petition that she filed this week to officially replace her father, Jamie Spears, who we talk about on the show all the time, as the permanent conservator, because... It's been in flux, and after all of the press on this, they might have thought that now would be a good time. The court documents are going to be reviewed, and they're going to be discussed for the upcoming hearing, which is supposed to be on April twenty seventh. And uh, Montgomery, who is Britney Spears's caretaker is uh, Britney's care manager, has been the her conservator since 2019 which is when she temporarily replaced jamie but jamie still had a lot of control and that but he was having health issues so it was a temporary solution and that temporary solution has been extended until september of this year jamie is still a co-conservator though so that's why he still has a lot of control on this and he's the co-conservator over her state along with Bessemer Trust. So just some more information going on about this. I think that at the very least I don't think she should be in I conser- I don't think she needs to be in a freaking conservatorship, but I do think that if she is in a conservatorship, at the very least should be she should be allowed to say who she doesn't want to be her conservator and who she does want to be her conservator. So if she feels more comfortable with Jodie Montgomery, then it should fucking be Jodie Montgomery. So that, that is how I feel. That is just how I feel. That's how I feel. Hopefully that helps answer your question. Appreciate it. And thank you very, very much for the Streamlabs. Going back into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Before the show started today, Kay Walton in the house said, can't watch live, but hope you're having a great day. Love the F-A-W-S episode, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I really like that it's not completely clear who the villain of the series is going to be. I love that too. We will talk about that in a little because I don't want to do spoilers for Falcon and the Winter Soldier until the end of the show, but I agree with what you're saying, Kay Walton. Also in the Streamlabs, Glenn Caesar, our mascot, our friend, Glenn Caesar, Zen Glenn, says Miles Cosgrove, Brett Hengison, Jonathan Mattingly, Wrestle Cops, who killed Brianna Taylor, all three of them for killing Brianna Taylor. Hope today is the, or the, day. Justice for all the people who've lost their lives due to excessive force. Hashtag say their names. Hello and good afternoon. Roxy, Rox, RJ, Skittles, Chunk, GBS, Misdirection, Silver the Elf, Zilla, Cream Badges, Dimples, Shmodan Modi, Great Job, with DJ on Only Stupid Answers, how are you? Love to Grammy and Papo. Peace, bunnies, hugs, and good stuff to you and yours. Thank you, RJ, Rockstars, Band, and World Friends for being such supportive communities for newcomers. Oh, totally, and for OGs alike that as well. You all fucking rule. As always, I hope that we can all and each find and feel our own joy in every day, week, and month, and our years. Glenn, thank you for this big support. I appreciate you. Positive thoughts to you, RJ, and all the rock stars and world friends who show up and give their support whenever, however they can. Don't forget when it gets tough. Even if you're by yourself, you're not alone. Everyone who's battling, keep on fighting. You're a winner. Absolutely, Glenn. Also in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer, Apollo through JP says, bam. This first vaccine knocked me on my ass today. Feel like I got hit by a bus. Can't even work. Laugh my ass off. That said, I'm 50% vaxxed and 100% ready to party. Let's fucking cough, cough. Go. Paul, you're not 100% ready to party. If you're 50% vaxxed, you're 50% ready to party. I'm sorry that it knocked you on your ass. I feel that. It's... Sometimes it's worse on the first one, sometimes it's worse on the second one, but every time it's worth it because we all have to get vaccinated and do our fucking part to keep people safe. So thank you. Thank you for doing so. appreciate you. Uh, I see Morse code in here with a slight spoiler. Slight spoiler, I was not, so I'll read that later so that we don't give any spoilers. Somebody remind me to read Morse codes later. Glenn Caesar says, positive thoughts to RJ and all the rock stars who show up. Nope, did that. Please remember, you're kind, you're smart, you're unique. Being so unselfishly loving and supportive of others, including strangers on the internet, makes you worthy as such. Your story deserves to be seen and heard. You are appreciated. Thanks for always being there for and here for us. RJ, congrats, good thoughts and goodbyes to all that's in the works and soon to unfold in 2021 and beyond. Fuck yeah. To the new era, Roxy's best. Roxy number one. Yeah, yeah. Happy Roxy days. Keep crushing. Good thoughts and good vibes to you chunk on garnering all your much deserved success. Good luck with all the hosting, filming, auditions and or booking other projects coming up. What's for you is yours because you're earning it all because y'all fucking fire. I'm on fire. Up in here is burning. We're on fire. Leonard Kim in the Stream Lab says, hey Dimple Tits, I hope you're doing well today. I've been watching Bama Shore. I was on the struggle bus the first few episodes, but the last, the last piqued my interest Last night peak my interest i haven't seen last night yet overall it's still bad but i'm committed now and i'll get fomo if i don't finish it ugh it's so wild that show is crazy glenn caesar also says let's go Smets, and everyone fighting for today tomorrow and more smash cancer all day every day be most excellent rj and rock stars show up for people who need it that makes you cool to know humane and worthy cheers to fuck yeah news and laughter For us, yes, the laughter part. Glenn, I'm loving that we're adding that. We need a little laughter in our lives. That's just the truth. Teddy Holiday in the Streamlabs. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Yes, Teddy. Teddy says, hey, Roxy, couple thoughts. Looks like King Shark is set up to be the Groot of DCEU. We're gonna talk about that trailer. I'm all for it. Also loved episode two of Falcon, kinda sus. I don't wanna read this yet. Okay. Ju- I'm just going to say kind of sus of, and then says a certain character seems like heart is in right place, but potential for villainy. So we'll just leave it at that. Thanks. Teddy price rat one says, sorry about the plant. The world doesn't favor us single people. And it makes me sick. I know you should see me trying to zip the back of my dresses every day. Not that I wear dresses every day. I'm usually in sweats, but when I do wear them. But you definitely have a plant and a partner soon enough. Ha ha. I just got my first COVID shot. How bad did your arm hurt? It's just slightly sore so far. My arm felt horrible. Really bad. But then it got better. Very quickly. So hopefully that helps. Jake got in the Streamlabs streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer with that big, big support says taxes and shit. Thanks, Jake. You're the best, homie. Appreciate you. Taxes and shit. Taxes and shit. It's like bitches ain't shit, but taxes and shit. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Uh, All right. Guys, do we have a real-life celebrity in the house? Say it ain't so. Mr. Jesse Swift. Jesse with that Quirky Mercs icon in here says, Miss Roxy Stryer, longtime fan. we have only interacted briefly before, but I've been a fan since DC movie talk. So funny because it's called DC movie news. You must be a massive fan. Welcome to this show where I throw all the shade cause she's a shady ass bitch. do. do, 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 do. And I sing it too. It's just the whole thing. A lot of people I know are struggling to get their vaccination appointments. That is just the, the struggle that is right now. Keep on trying. Keep on refreshing. It is worth it. Do what you can. Make your way there. If you are eligible, go get that shit. Speaking of people who should be eligible way sooner. And it makes me very frustrated that, that it has not happened yet. Burke made. What's up, Dwayne Burke? What's up? The shit. If you think that the World Girls Marathon could have happened without Burke made, then you are straight up motherfucking wrong. Jesse says, okay, okay. Shade away. It's been like three years. Leave me be. Okay. Just to be clear, DC Movie News stopped shooting I think maybe about six months ago. And then also we have done multiple reunions since then for DC Fandom. And then we did for Wonder Woman, 84, and then we also did for uh, Snyder Cut just recently, so for you might have been three years, because maybe you fell off. What kind of fan is that? Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He says, what? I don't know what to say. What do you mean, what? What you mean, what? What you mean? What, what you mean? Go back into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Let's see what y'all are talking about in here, other than Texas and shit. Bojack says, hey, Roxy, will you be checking out Invincible on Amazon, especially since it's from Skybound? I watched the first episode and thought it was okay until I got to the ending, and now I'm all in. I've only read a little bit of the Invincible comics. I like what I've read. I think the premise is cool. You guys know animation is not my number one bag but I i don't know. I don't know if I'll be checking it out. I am one of the only people who still is, who's employed by Skybound or freelances for them that is part of the Smirdown who still watches The Walking Dead. So I feel like I've covered my, and I love that show, I've covered my bases a little bit there, but maybe, maybe I will watch it. You guys let me know how it is. Jesse, I'm going to my shame corner, hating life at the moment. That's a you problem, my friend. That's a you problem. Seems like a you situation. Dwayne says, we're going to watch along with Winston and Mike on that Schmodown Twitch of the first three episodes tonight. The First three episodes of what, of Invincible? That's dope. Who on the Schmodown Twitch, wow, damn. Tonight, isn't there a big match tonight? Aren't there two big matches tonight? So, Jesse, when when DC Movie News, when Popcorn Talk has not been doing video content for the last six months, I believe, or it could be a little longer than that, mm, we have been doing some DC Movie News on this channel. But we've only done about three since then. So that. Pretty Barker, you didn't like Walking Dead this week? I did. But to each their own. All right. Enough about all of these ancillary projects. We've got, we've got things to talk about today, people. We've got things to talk about. We're going to save the review for the end, the review of The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. That's going to be towards the end of the show. So that right now, anybody who didn't see it, they won't get any spoilers. Instead, we're going to talk about that fucking trailer, the Suicide Squad trailer Yes, the R-rated James Gunn Suicide Squad trailer that references how many penises you would eat on the beach and how those said penises got there. You heard me right. You heard me right. That's what I said. What the fuck was this trailer? It was funny. It was raunchy. It was well-crafted. It had dope music. I am loving what I'm seeing from this movie. I won't lie. Can't lie to you guys. I'm a big fan of the first Suicide Squad. I know. I know. Should I hide in my shirt? I know. I know. I know it's not that well loved. But I really liked it. And this was this was really something really something i think that yes the part about the dicks on the beach was my favorite but there were a lot of different moments we had more harley than i thought and some dickhead i tweeted out like more harley than i expected and they were like oh only an idiot would think that no actually they said something much nicer than that i think i think that that was somebody else that i deleted i think this person wrote it's funny that you think that the most popular character marketing That you're surprised how much they're marketing her. The only reason I said that is because we were hearing all things about this movie. There were so many characters that there was speculation that Harley and anybody from our original gang was barely going to be in it. That it might be more of a, not a cameo, but a couple of scenes. But it seems like she is the star of this film. There's a lot of stars, but it feels like she's really in this. I like the concept of rescuing her. It's so true to character that she'd be like, I can go back inside, like, bitch just saved herself, but if you guys want to feel good about yourselves, oh, that's so sweet, I can go back in. King Shark was hysterical. The thing about the hand really got me. Also him just whole eating people upside down. I don't know how people don't say more often that they want to die by King Shark flipping them into their mouths because that seems like one hell of a way to go. Just yes to that. I'm excited for this Peacemaker show. Yes. More Idris all the time. Yes, please. I think that Pete Davidson was in so little of the trailer that probably doesn't bode very well for his character in terms of how long he lasts or lives. But I hope there's more Pete Davidson because I love Pete Davidson. No, he's a controversial figure, but I'm super in on him. So yeah, for all the reasons this trailer landed and worked for me, And got me even more excited for this bizarro, bonkers movie. What did they say? From the beautiful, disturbed mind of James Gunn? Is that what it said? It's kind of ridiculous. What do you guys think? Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. I know that we had an earlier comment about this. Oh, no. That was still spoilers about the other show. The other thing we're talking about. This isn't a spoiler. It's a trailer. So let me know. I'm looking in the chat. Oh, And Starro. I didn't even just mention Starro. And Starro. What a villain. What a villain to be had here. And like totally being able to fit a villain like this in this movie. Yes. Horribly beautiful. Thank you, Bryce Ratliff. That's what it was. A horribly beautiful mind. And it is a horribly beautiful mind. And I ain't mad at that. Bring more Nathan Fillion. We'll see. I like the David Dallas Moshian line where he was like, uh, somebody, I hope we don't die. And he's like, I hope we do. <laughs> awesome. Just great. So that's how I'm feeling about this. Can't wait to see this movie. If you guys have any other questions, comments, concerns, thoughts on the suicide squad, or if it's the suicide squad, stream labs them in and super chat them in as we move on. I'm just going to give a brief review. I'm giving a brief review of mighty ducks, and then we'll talk about Falcon and the winter soldier. If this is not on your radar, then you are not alone. This was not on my radar. I got a text last night from DJ Woldridge that's, and he said, are you planning on watching The Mighty Ducks, the TV show? And I was like, I wonder when that's even coming out. And he was like, it's dropping at midnight. I was like, you're telling me The Mighty Ducks TV show is dropping on Disney Plus at midnight the same time as The Falcon and the Winter Soldier? And he was like, "Yeah." So, The Mighty Ducks Game Changers is a TV show that I probably never would have watched had it not been for DJ's text. Not because I didn't like Mighty Ducks growing up; I did. I I thought The Mighty Ducks was great. I was I used to watch the movies on VHS and was a was a true fan just because it was fun and adorable. But when it was announced as a movie, I was like, it's probably they're probably not making this for me. When I found out that Emilio Estevez was gonna be in it, I was like, what are they gonna do with this storyline? And then watching this last night, I won't do spoilers, this will be a spoiler-free review. Not that spoilers really matter for the show, but Lauren Graham I'm obsessed with I love Lorelai Gilmore. I love the Gilmore girls, and Emilio Estevez, I also really love. So just cool cast. And then as we were as I was watching it, I was like, oh is this actually a good show? Wow, this seems like it's a straight-up good show. It's kind of wild. Oh, my God, I think that I'd like this show. It was so cute. It was really well done. It was really endearing. Uh, It's an underdog story, like The Mighty Ducks. is always an underdog story. And the characters on it, the kids were very well cast. There's a character on there that, like, Typically, you would end up hating, but he's just so funny that he calls himself like podcast kid, or he's the he he has a podcast about the Mighty Ducks, and he is this young kid who is just great, great. The main character, the main boy, Evan, is awesome. The just all of the school stuff and the stuff on the ice. This is just really, really well done. And not only did I watch the pilot, but I'm going to watch this series. I think my Thursday nights are going to, once it hit min, hits midnight, I'm going to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then I'm going to watch the Mighty Ducks. It's a good wind down. Once you watch the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, how are you going to go to bed right after that? You're not. So I'm going to watch that. And then I'm going to watch the Mighty Ducks. And I'm going to go the fuck to sleep. And th- that's going to be my Thursday nights for the next four weeks. Because that's how long... That's how long Falcon's on for, I think. And then after that, I'll probably change to Thursday nights just watching that at midnight, Mighty Ducks. It was really good. I can't state this enough. If you were a fan of the original and you were like, but this one's not coming out for me, it was great. If you have kids or nieces and nephews and you wanna watch this with them, it was really great. It was su- super, super good. This is a really good, wholesome content. Kind of the way, and not to the same extent, but the same way that I felt like Ted Lasso, it was just this wholesome thing that I kind of needed. This was just, it was wholesome and sweet and nice to see. It's on Disney Plus, so you're probably already there. So you might as well just try to catch it. And those are my thoughts on that, sir and ma'am and friends. Those are my thoughts on that. Let me know what you're thinking. Did anybody else catch it? If you watched the Mighty Ducks, Last night or this morning, then send bunnies. I want to see from all of you guys who watched this. Am I the only one? It's, are DJ and I the only ones? I didn't even know it was coming. I knew it was coming eventually, but I didn't know that was coming last night. I feel like they really buried the lead there. Mm. Well, Falcon Soldier still is the lead. And that wasn't buried. Speaking of not being buried, we are going to do our official review of The Falcon and The Winter Soldier episode two, which aired last night. Damn, not one of you guys watched The Mighty Ducks. Wow. Crazy. So let's talk about this. This is the point where we're getting into spoilers. If you did not watch it and you're planning on watching it, then be gone before somebody drops a house on you. This is the time that we are talking about The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Burke made. you did watch it? You're the only one? What'd you think? I want to hear more. Okay, so... Peace out to all of you guys who didn't see it and are planning on watching it. Because full-blown spoilers. Spoiler in the chat. Spoiler in the stream lab, Spoiler in the Super Chat. You guys know the deal. All right, we talking about it now. Episode one of Falcon and the Winter Soldier was fine to me. I liked the opening action sequence. I liked to see what's going on in their lives. I didn't love how separate they were. I didn't really know where the story was going to go. And it felt like, That was fine. Episode two was fucking fire. We merged together very quickly and I was thrilled about that. You think to yourself, there's only gonna be six episodes of this. So if by episode two, we're not together. And by we, I mean, Sam and Bucky, if they weren't together, I was gonna be like, this is fucking annoying. We we need to get them together ASAP. They came together for good reason and their dynamic is still fire. They do an awesome, awesome job. They're they're witty, banter, they're back and forth, they're timing together. These, they're just excellent together. Do they do a phenomenal job? I think that Anthony Mackie is such a stud. They're both such studs, but they they just do, they do beautiful work together. So that was cool to see. And on top of that, there was levity to this episode, such as the therapist stuff that I'll break down. And then there was depth to this episode, such as the situation where we go to visit a long lost, not so friend and everything that happens with the police officers as well. So I, I was shocked to see Disney and Marvel kind of go there and stoked to see that they were willing to and what that actually looked like. So let's just further break those down for a second and, and the rest of the episode. Also, we got really cool action. Speaking of the action, let's just start there. The, I'm always down with a good car action scene. Some of the most fun stuff to watch because there's movement. There's the added risk of falling off, especially when you're not actually a super soldier. There is all of these elements that just raise the stakes. And then we're fighting against people that we just don't even really know how villainous they actually are. So, There was a lot of gray area to this and I thought that the action kicked butt. And the the villains, the flag catchers, flag masters, flag people, they, who knows? Who totally knows yet? So yeah, the action looked awesome. Then I thought that the therapy stuff, which I did not like last week because as I mentioned on Only Stupid Answers, I'm such a fan of therapy, I so wholeheartedly flag smashers. Thanks, John Bainbridge. couldn't think of the word smashers. What I call them, catchers, flag catchers. The thing that I talked about on Only Stupid Answers is that I'm such a big, big supporter and fan of therapy. I am a person who believes that my life was saved by therapy, that I am a more whole person because of therapy. And I believe that therapy is not the only answer, but it is a way and it is an extremely helpful useful way towards living a happier more f- full life. So any show that deters people from going to therapy I'm I'm highly skeptical of. And last week I felt like that therapy session was woof. It's just not really what therapy looks like. And the way that she was so aggressive towards him and it just was not I was like, "Oh no, anybody who this is their frame of reference for therapy. Oh, boy. But then in this episode, I didn't mind it because they called the spade a spade. And she was like, what I'm doing is highly unprofessional. And this isn't really therapy. She's more of a mediator. And stepping in and, you know, she was like, okay, therapy's over. You know, it's mandated. So I was like, okay, now that I know that they're not trying to claim this is like helpful therapy, I'm so in on this. So the therapy scene in this episode was fire. It was awesome. It was great to watch. The physical comedy elements of it with them putting their legs between each other's legs, chef's kiss. It was such a good moment. Them looking each other's eye in the eyes and doing the couples therapy stuff, talking about what their miracle would be. Everything was like. This is so fucking funny. And then them leaving and not being on the same page. I was just like. Yes to all of this. This therapy scene is totally working. I'm gonna pause on my own thoughts and get to some of these super chats. Stephen Somers says, "So happy they're bringing in Isaiah Bradley. Love both the action and the drama. Damn you, John Walker! Yeah, we'll talk about Isaiah Bradley absolutely, and I am so glad to hear that as well." Andrew Thomas says, "Hey, sexy Roxy. I love Falcon and the Winter Soldier so far. The new Captain America backstory was interesting. Yeah, it definitely was. And to watch him be a legitimate soldier and a really worthy." you know, incredible fighter, but also kind of a dickhead. He's kind of a dickhead. But that was, uh, they definitely did a great job with that. In the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com, Leonard Kim says, oh, this was going back to the Suicide Squad trailer. It was a blast. And I'm excited to see how chaotic the movie will be. I love Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Is delving into the topic of racial injustice in America. Also RIP to Red Wing. The hair looks gorgeous. Thanks, Leonard Kim. Bryce Rat one in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash says, I love what they're doing with these shows. Both this and WandaVision are way darker and more nuanced than the films. I already love Wanda, but Sam slash Bucky way more after this episode. The scene was the, with the police officers was shockingly strong commentary. I agree with that. I agree. So let's talk a little bit about that scene and the scenes leading up to this. As we saw we got to see the trip to go find Isaiah Bradley. And from right from the jump, we know that something's up, something's wrong here. We don't know what exactly is going on, but we are not allowed in the house. We don't know why we're not allowed in the house. We don't know much about what we're going here for, you know, they just, there was a lot of secrecy. And soon we find out about Isaiah Bradley and anybody who uh, reads the comics knows about Isaiah Bradley, uh, his first appearance being from red, white and black number one. And that was almost 20 years ago. So uh, he is a black super soldier who was around during World War II and he, um, uh, this it was just a really, really truly sad story. When we go there and we see what had happened was he returns from war, he's in prison for 30 years. We can't even imagine what that would have been like not only did we not take care of him for after what he had done, but we punished him, penalized him, and left him to suffer and essentially rot. And now we're coming back to him. Oh sorry, Korean War. Thank you, Jake yakoveta I believe it was World War II and the com- yeah, the Korean War. World War II, he would have been a lot, he would have been um Slightly older. Thank you for that correction. Appreciate you. Um, so we left him to, to to become what he did become, and so of course he's skeptical. He is doesn't know whether they are. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah, it was World War II in the comics. I was like, why did I think that? I remember reading. So he he is not trusting of of others. He doesn't know whether Bucky's come here to kill him or to. Fight him or or to what? And that makes, that made me so sad to think about, number one, when we leave the house, Bucky acknowledging that he never told anybody because this man had gone through enough, but really the only way to start to right those wrongs is by telling people, but Bucky not being aware enough as a white man to do that. And then Sam having to question, did Cap know about this? Did Steve know about this? And then Bucky saying, no, but I don't think he did, but we don't know. Although it sounds like he probably didn't. And if he didn't, that's such a bummer. And for all of those reasons, but also like there was a black super soldier and what that could have done for the world if they had known and just that the horrific racial injustices that take place in the real world, how do you mimic that in the superhero world? And showing this was a really strong way to show that. But then I love what happens next even more. And by love, I don't mean like it because it was right. I mean, I love that they're willing to show it because our minds go to, okay, but that was in the past. That was the racial injustices of the past. But the second we walk out of the house and we're having this argument in the street and we're talking about this, Then we find out what it looks like today and what those racial injustices look like today are a white man and a black man are arguing in the street and the cops um, immediately roll up and assume that it's the black man who's at fault. And it, it shows what it looked like in the past versus I don't even know that we can call this a microaggression, but what's happening today. And Bucky's attitude is just, show him your ID. Let's just move on with this. But Bucky doesn't know what it's like to be a a black man. He doesn't know. And we see from Sam, Sam's fucking exhausted from this. He's not making any money. He can't help his sister save the boat and the house. He is not able to get the loan. And now he finds out that there was a, a, he finds out about Isaiah he's a little bit frustrated and now the cops roll up on him and assume that he's done something. The frustrations that are so apparent here for so many reasons of being a black man in America who is a fucking superhero, a fucking superhero. And when the cops roll up on him, they don't recognize that because to them, he is a black man first and a superhero second. And That is, that is something that Marvel is showing here. And I was not expecting that. So they did a brilliant job with this. And then juxtaposing that with the fact that they are there and clearly going in with the preconceived notion, notion that they're going to arrest this black man. And at the end of the day, the warrants actually, there's a warrant out for the white man. Because he missed his court mandated therapy. I know we talked about the therapy before, but flip those on its head for this. Wild. So I was watching that part of this and was like, whoa, look at this show fucking go. Look at this show and what they can do. It was really, really strong. And I feel grateful to Marvel that this is a show that younger generations are going to watch. This is not the suicide squad. This is, you know, this is something that's on Disney plus Plus. and teenagers. And I don't know how young people watch this, but I would assume like 12 year olds and stuff, right. They're watching this and they're seeing what's going on in the world. And that's being introduced to them in this way, in such a, in, in such a poignant manner. So I really, I thought that they did a great job with that. Carl Maxey says, can you imagine if Luke Cage and Black Panther find out about a super, a black super soldier and how he was treated? Well, yeah. No, I, yes, I can imagine, and no, I can't imagine. And, and Anthony Mackey trying to, he's such a talented actor, but he, Sam trying to hold it together in that moment, but also being frustrated, but also realizing he's a goddamn fucking hero. And no matter what he does, he's questioned. Hmm. Really good. Yeah. This is a really, really strong episode. Let me know what you guys think. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer right here in the super chat as well. Leonard Kim says, I have one concern, which you and DJ touched on for a little bit on OSA. We have four episodes left, yet a plethora of characters and storylines to explore. By the end of the show, do you think we'll be left wanting more slash feeling incomplete? I don't know because I don't know what the intentions are for this show moving forward. We're not really, we're watching one chapter of a universe. All of these are shows, but not in the same way TV shows are. They almost should be called something else, like miniseries, but not miniseries because they're part, they're chapters of a bigger story. And yeah, we've got the B storylines with what's going on with Bucky and trying to make everything right with all of the people he knows or all the people he wronged as as the Winter Soldier, and then we've got what's going on with Sam and his sister and the finances and everything he needs to do, and then we've got we barely even this episode have touched upon uh, new Captain America, who is just a douche nozzle, even though he's you kind of have to respect him. He's also kind of just a dick, and you don't want to work with him. And that was wild to see, and we'll see. Is he gonna be really the is good guy, bad guy? What happens there? Are we on complete different pages with him? What? How are we gonna get it so that's so that Sam is Cap? So that that's something that you know I am hoping that I'm hoping that we can get there by the end of this I think that we will I think that we will get there because even though we do take time out for those those funny things like the therapy scene or like even small little moments about like the fucking are you black kid that fucking got me <laughs> it was unreal um uh, you're yeah it's just so good black Falcon. Oh, so you're just Falcon. My dad says it's like, why do we do that? Why do we fucking do that? Have any of you guys ever called me white girl? Maybe, maybe, but I usually you just call me girl. (laughs) That seems fucking funny. There's things, little things like that. Um, or just, this is the small little moments that this show is taking time on, but for the most part, in two episodes, we've really moved the plot forward. We've really moved the plot forward. So we know what we're trying to do. and we've got we've got four more episodes to really do a lot of it. So thank you for that question. but I definitely think that we will, I think we will move forward enough that we will feel. Yes, we probably want more, but not in the way that we feel like it's not justified. You guys do call me white girl, don't you? I get it. I am fucking white. Sometimes I'm just that fucking white girl. I try not to be all the time, but sometimes the shit that I say, when you guys talk about music and I'm like, who? What? I know. C is in the stream love says, Roxy, don't forget about Morse code Z stream Love. I really don't like that. The closed captions call JW cap. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. It's like, I get why though. I get why they're doing it. A lot of people have issues with this. You heard that DJ had issues with this as well. I think that that's what they're calling him on the show though. They're calling, they're calling him Captain America. So, you know, he's John Walker, but he's, he's also, he's cap. He's not, he's not our cap but he's still cap. By the way, I really like Wyatt Russell. I liked him in Everybody Wants Some back in wow, how how long ago was that? Mid to mid 2010s. I really liked that movie actually. He's very good. No no surprise obviously. He's got comes from a talented family, but Carlson's are disrespecting Chris Evans. I don't know if they're disrespecting Chris Evans. They disres- they're, they need to put a little more respect on Cap's name, but I get why they're doing it. It makes sense. When Captain called Winter Soldier a white pan. <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> they have some really funny moments on this show. They do. They have some really fucking funny moments on the show. I can't even deny it. Thank you for reminding me about Morse code. Let's scroll back to find what it was that Morse code said. As we are getting out of here, don't forget to get in any last minute thoughts. Morse code Z said, Slight spoiler, but not really. I was not ready for the big three. The near spit take it caused would have taken out my monitor totally. What is it? Aliens, sorcerers, and what was the other one? That was fucking funny. A half dozen books and possibly caused a precautiously balanced pile to topple over. Enjoyed the episode. Thanks, Morris Coonsie. Yeah, the big three. When I think of the big three, I think about the Celtics, but you know, this works too. Jake Yakovata in the stream labs just said, shout out to white girl. White girl, white girl, white girl. Yeah, I know, I know. Sometimes that is it. Android, aliens, and wizards, thank you. I said in sorcerers. Androids, aliens, and wizards. Totally, that was funny. Yeah, they're really stepping up their, they're stepping up their game with uh, not that Marvel needs to step up, you know, it's already been up and stepped, but just really, I really liked the show. I really liked this episode. So those are my thoughts on that. Let me know if I missed anything streamlabs.com slash Roxy Shire in the super chat. Is there anything that I did not talk about? Let me know. Uh, oh yeah. Glenn sees the rest of your stream labs. Thank you said just so you know, I noticed that the last few episodes of Live the Roxy haven't appeared on Spotify, Apple podcast or anchor. I don't know why that would be. There's only one that I haven't uploaded yet, but everything else should be up. I just haven't done the, Hmm. oh, maybe they're not pushing through because I think I know what happened. It should only be, there was only issues with the Helen Mirren one. And what was Yesterday. What was yesterday's episode? Cause it shouldn't be the last few. It should only be the Helen Mirren one and from two days ago and the black Adam one. Those should be the only two that are not up. Cause you're right. There was an issue with that, with something there. But let me know if it's more than that, Glenn. Also I've made $0 off of my it going to podcast. So I'm not particularly uh, because you guys don't leave reviews anymore there. Not of people, people aren't really watching it or listening to it in that form. And uh, it's just, uh, it just takes a lot of time for something that's not moving the needle at all for me. So I'm not on it as quickly. You said none since Tuesday. So yeah, those are the last two, Wednesday and Thursday. So two, so there's only two that are missing. Right, Glenn? That makes sense. It's just would be those two Mondays and Tuesdays went up and then Wednesdays and Thursdays are not there. I can push those, make sure I push those through at the end of this. But again, that's really, I do that for you guys because it doesn't help me at all. And also none of you guys are even listening into it there. You all kind of watch it here from what I see. All right, we we're getting out of here, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks to my friend, Dwayne Burke, for being here for Jesse Swift, for all of you guys, Langley and Neely. Nice to see you. Glenn, Andrew Thomas, Joseph, Ashley, Jake Yacovetta, Morse code Z, Brandy, my girl, Rob Fishbeck, Bobby Jackson. Um, let's see, John Bainbridge, Ryan, uh, Steven. Trying to get a, a lot of shout outs in as you guys are just the absolute best. G Smith, Cena. Carl, Prodigal's son, Prodigal son, Roxy can read, Shannon, Harris, uh, all of the people, all of the people, Philly Jackson, Reefism, my peeps, Ryan Christensen, Aaron Hall, Pitt 83, Disney Plus HD, B, Lee, Z, B, those rhymes, Bryce Ratliff. Y'all are the best. Thank you for being in here. Track stars, Steven Zubol, Jose Maxwell, star Gonzalez, my girl. That's what's up. Robert Turner. I Jake says, most importantly, Jake has to piss so bad. So he'll see you guys all later. Let's hope the Nazis don't come in for the last minute of the stream. Don't forget to check your internet blow on it. If you got to, Make your beds. You should have already at this point. Put down the toilet seat and lid for those plumes. Don't trend with the Holocaust. Brett, Miles, Jonathan, arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. All three of them for killing Brianna Taylor. And stay safe. Stay sane. Wish me luck with Plant Gate. And also watching Kong v. Godzilla tonight. They told us to dress up for it in our cars. I don't even know what that would look like. They're like, dress for which team you're on. How do I how do I dress like a Kong? I don't know. Acer 5000. Yeah, Brandy's here to take them out. Thanks, girl. But we won't even risk it. Next show says Glenn. I'm not sure and Rob, I'm not sure if I'm here tomorrow. I tomorrow is Oh, I didn't even get to talk at all about Passover. Tomorrow I have work in the morning. Then it is one of my closest friend's 30th birthdays. She's the one who actually got me vaccinated. The one who called me from the vaccination site and said they were going to be throwing out vaccinations. The one who was a volunteer there. And it is Passover. So I might try to squeeze in a quick show tomorrow. But if not, then I should be back on Sunday. So might take tomorrow off. Might do tomorrow. I'll tweet and I'll let you guys know on Patreon. I'll keep you guys posted. We were going to do a whole World Girls Passover episode, but... Passover is very complicated. I can kind of talk to you guys about it a little more tomorrow, where there's a lot of moving parts and it's kind of hard to give a whirl if you are not doing an official Seder. So I think we might do that next year instead. It's a really, really cool holiday, a really unique one. It's like the most, it, the most um, dynamic of the Jewish holidays that could be the wrong word but there's a a lot going on with it so maybe i'll see you guys tomorrow If so i'll talk about it a little bit then otherwise i'll see you guys on sunday and talk about it then you guys are the best much love stay safe stay sane and i'll see you either tomorrow or the next day live at the roxy